We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Live in this Tuesday evening as we get ready for another busy weekend of college football here, especially locally as Georgia Tech going to take on Old Miss, a very interesting ACC-SEC matchup. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our buddy Ken Segura. He, of course, covering all things Georgia Tech for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of Ken's work. Follow him on his Twitter page, at, at excuse me, Segura. AJC and Kenny as always buddy appreciate it man a new season of Georgia Tech football so always good to talk some uh, tech with you for sure yeah thanks for having me on John so let's talk a little bit about you know where we're at you know this may not be fair but this is kind of what I've talked about is it really does feel like everything is on Jeff Sim's shoulders this year that they're going to go as far as they can take him. And I know they got to run and play defense. I get all that stuff. But it does feel like Sims is the real X factor to whether or not this will be a successful or another frustrating season for Tech football. Uh, I'd agree to some, to, some I, to, to a degree. I mean, I think, too, I guess it, it kind of goes hand in hand. But certainly I think the biggest change that Jeff Collins made uh, with his coaching staff was getting rid of Dave Patnode and hiring belong and so I think you know it, sort of his job to belong is you've got to come in and, and make this offense work and so obviously a big piece of it, he's piece of it, Jeff Sims but um, you know his play calling his scheming and stuff I think is a, is a big part of it too but certainly you know there's you know a, a lot on Jeff's shoulders Jeff Sims' shoulders also. How much do you think the offense is evolved now that you have Sims uh, that's what in his third year uh, with the program you know, mm-hmm. he's still their second leading rusher, but how much do you think that the offense itself has evolved now here at this point under Coach Collins? Um, I mean, I think you look at it, I, it does look a bit different. And obviously we're only two games in with, with Chip Long running things. You know, he's he's a lot of different, form, you know, personnel packages. That it seems like he's, you know, he had a good game plan, as good a game plan as he can have against uh, Clemson and that defense. Um, you know, for instance, like, you know, they, um, in the third quarter against uh, Western Carolina, you know, the game was essentially out of reach. But, you know, they put out uh, basically Paul Johnson's old double spots formation, which is something, you know, obviously kind of uh, out of left field a little bit. And I, my guess is, you know, he was like, this was, it just works. And, and whether it does or it doesn't, we're going to give Ole Miss and every other team you know, more to have to, to deal with, you know, as far as having to spend practice time and game plan time on it. And so things like that. And just, you know, just, it seems like he's getting guys in the right spots and, and putting guys in, in space, as they say. And so, um, yeah, it's, it, I think it is taking a step. You, you kind of wish you could have seen what he could have done with, with uh, Jameer Gibbs in the backfield um, and, and probably a better line. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's, it's, you know, we'll see whether how the numbers freak out just because I think personnel is different, but I think it's, it's moved forward in, in the third year. Talking some Georgia Tech football with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Ken Segura here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. 
Dante Smith, a guy who already is at a third of the carries that he had last year and already at half the carries from the year before, it seems like that his career as he's progressed and now he's in that you know fourth year with the program, really getting a chance to be the lead back. Really good yards per attempt number, some touchdowns already. Seems like he's going to be a guy that's going to be a, a really nice piece for this offense moving forward. I think so. I mean, you know, last year and, and years before, he was behind Demias Griffin and, and Jordan Mason and uh, obviously Jameer Gibbs. But when he got the ball, he, he made stuff happen. And uh, and so that's, that's carried on this season. He, you know, he, he's got a nice mix. So he, he can run he's fast, but he's also agile, can, you know, make guys miss, but also has some, some strength to break tackles. Um, and so, yeah, you, you've seen that. I, you know, it, it'll. I'll be, I'll be curious to see what happens. If memory serves, I think Dylan McDuffie actually started against Western Carolina. I don't think Dante started either against um, Clemson, but he certainly has gotten the, the bulk of the carries, has, has earned them, certainly. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I assume this will continue just because he's been so productive. But, uh, yeah, he's he's having a nice season. The funny thing is, like, yeah, ever the big deal that everyone made last year was about junior leaving, but also – Jordan Mason is now in the NFL. He's on the 49ers roster. Uh, Jemias Griffin transferred out too, and at Oregon State. So he was he was the number three, three and a half, I guess, three guy. But uh, so he yeah, he's made a a good jump, and so far, just you know, in two games, has shown that he uh, deserves that spot. Ken, we always like to talk about the wide receivers. I'm a big fan of Malachi Carter. I think I, I think he's a really nice player, and with him, mm-hmm. with Jenkins, McCollum's, it feels like they have a pretty good group of wide receivers, not just kind of one guy and a bunch of just kind of hangers on. It feels like as right. a group that this is a, a pretty productive group that they have. Yeah. Um, Malachi Carter uh, has been productive, not always super consistent, but, you know, can, can go get the ball. Um, has made it, you know, a lot of big plays for, for tech over the last couple of years. Um, EJ Jenkins, the transfer from South Carolina. Uh, certainly, you know, you, you notice his size is six. Seven, I think it's 240, 245, um, and can be a matchup problem. And then Nate McCollum, uh, a slot receiver, has been probably their number one guy, you'd say, over the first couple of games. Um, so those, those three, yeah, you feel like they can make plays for you. I'm sure if you compare them with other threesomes across the league, you'd find better ones. But, you know, I think they can they can do the job. Um, you know, actually Jeff Collins said today that, you know, he's, and I think they're, they're – um, happy or, or content is this other word, but they feel like Nate's the number one and they need some more guys to be a little more consistent, I think, in making plays from that offense. And obviously, some of that is on Jeff Sims' shoulders and, and Alvin Wire's shoulders, too. But, um, but yeah, I think you're, I think they're hoping that someone like Malachi or EJ can really become a consistent force in that, in that offense. Ken Segura from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline as we talk some Georgia Tech football. You know, Ken, they've already got seven sacks this year. And, you know, if we go back in Jeff Collins' history, his M.O. is a defense that makes those, quote-unquote, havoc plays, make life tough for the quarterback, blitzing, doing what you got to do, getting after, creating turnovers and things like that. We've seen little blips and bloops of that over the last couple of years, and especially a couple of years ago we saw – more of that. How much do you think that this defense is getting on track and in, in maybe getting into what Jeff Collins' identity really is for what he wants out of his defense? Um, I mean, you likely seen, uh, you know, that there's not probably enough of a sample size for me to make any, you know, 
brand judgment. But but I think certainly the one thing that or one thing that sticks out is is Keon White. He you know he was a transfer a year ago from Old Dominion and had a lot of hype attending him and but couldn't play because he was hurt for most of the year. And he's someone that Jeff Collins talked a lot about in the preseason is being excited to see him play and using kind of that team. Like he's not Jeff isn't someone that typically talks about players like that, but I think he's indicating that you know he could be something special. And I think he's he's, he's so far in, in two games at least he's, he looks like he's someone who's going to cause problems for proposing offenses off the edge. Um, so that's that's a good thing for for the defense. Uh, Charlie Thomas is another guy who's who's really. Uh, you know, been been kind of a guy that's hard to take your eyes off of, just making plays all over the field. He's he's only been able to play you know two two halves because of a targeting penalty. But, um, but yeah, so I think you have those two pieces, and it looks like maybe the defensive line is going to be a little better than you thought. Sylvain Yonjuin is a guy that has been making some plays, um, and certainly guys inside are also even nosing a little bit. Um, you know, before the fact, we're against uh, Western Carolina and. You take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, three of them are against Clemson, which is significant. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think that this game Saturday against Ole Miss will will tell a, a lot more about kind of really both sides of the ball, but particularly like you've side against a really really explosive offense in Ole Miss about what they can do. Let's look ahead to Ole Miss. Uh, Lane Kiffin not announcing yet who his starting quarterback is going to be, but one thing is for mm-hmm. sure, they have a premier elite running back in Zach Evans back there. How much is, you know, for lack of a better term, and I'm, I'm not saying that this is the most accurate term, but selling out against Zach Evans, you can't let him go out there and beat you because he's that kind of player. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I think Andrew Thacker, the way he approaches defense, and this is obviously coming from Jeff Collins, is that you stop the run first and and, and go from there. And obviously, they, you know, they are aggressive, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, if if you can't stop like you said, if you can't stop the run, then then you're in a lot of trouble. So, um, you know, I, I I'm you know I'm not quite well to do defensively, but uh, but they they typically play a four or two five, and I would think you would see that maybe maybe you have you know put a lot of emphasis on having your linebackers, you know Charlie Thomas and Aceley, you know really committed to to you know slowing down the run game. But uh, but yeah, uh, if if if, if and they will stop the run, then you know that not only doesn't bode well for for Saturday, but but down the road because, like I said, I mean they did well against, um, against uh, Western Carolina. They actually played pretty well against against Clemson too. But but this will be a good test, and they'll they'll see plenty more good running backs down the line. So this will be a, a good measure of what they can do. You know, Ken, is we, you know, last question for you here. When we kind of look mm-hmm. at this season. Um, you know, lots of questions about Jeff Collins and what his future is going to be with the program. And, you know, I've said not so much this week, but, you know, the Central Florida game, um, who just lost mm-hmm. on Friday night to uh, Louisville. And, right. you know, that's the swing game to me because, you know, Pitt, Old Miss here. We obviously had Clemson already. You knew you were going to beat Western Carolina. But, you know, if you can find a way, I think, you know, to beat – Central Florida and maybe be, you know, two and three, maybe let's say worst case scenario in your first five games. I feel like that's okay. But if they get off to a one and four start, which is definitely possible mm-hmm. given the way the schedule mm-hmm. is, can Coach Collins survive that? I mean, can he survive if they're one and four? Forget how they've played. I mean, one and four is still right. one and four in a season where right. you want to see some progress. Can he survive that? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's certainly a very valid question. I mean, I, I wouldn't say 
no, he's completely safe. Um, but I wouldn't say, you know, for sure it, that's it. Um, I think probably some, it would depend on how they, how those four games are going. But I think if they get to that point, yeah, they're, the heat will certainly be a lot hotter on, on, uh, on Todd Sandsbury and, and on El Cabrera, the school president to do something. Cause, uh, you know, as, as everyone knows the whole kind of narrative of this is year four and, and they Gonna start showing something. And if, yeah, if you're one and four going into Duke, who now is two and zero and, and certainly looks better, um, and then you go into the bye and they kind of leave that window to, to potentially do something. It's yeah, it's it's conceivable certainly. Yeah, I think his predecessor was the one who said at some point the results have to match the expectations, right? There has to be <laughs> something that goes along with yeah. it. So follow him on Twitter well. yeah. at, at K Segura, AJC, covering all things Georgia Tech for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com, by the way, is where you can check out all of Ken's work. Check him out there, and he joined us on the waitfor.com hotline. Kenny, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes. Yeah. We'll chat again soon. My pleasure. Anytime, John. You got it. John Chuck, we will be back. Sports Radio, not the game, and the Odyssey.com app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.